he wanted me to be a doctor, to follow his footsteps, because I look a lot like him as well, you know? And, and I actually have the same hands, and he'd always told me, you'd make a great surgeon and all that stuff. So I was like, to the core, I was disappointing this, this man that I looked up to. And yeah, it hurt, but it hurt more. And that's the key, it hurt more to see myself every day not being satisfied or not or being in a position every day that I was not happy. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Hi, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can change your frequency and change your life. Today, very special topic, is your passion truly yours? Okay? We all have these passions deep inside. You know, when we're a little kid, you know, we want to be astronauts or we want to be doctors or we want to be whatever, you know, and then we grow up and then we start to, you know, go through life. We start to, you know, experience life and then we start to find out, well, you know, that passion might not be mine. It might be my mom's desire or my dad's desire. Or sometimes, you know, especially if we're, you're of an ethnic background, like, you know, my background or Chinese background or, you know, like an Italian background, right? Uh, you're not anybody if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, something to that effect, right? And, and then what we do is we get trained over time, right? Since you're a little baby, just, you know, uh, since you're just a tiny, tiny little thing, you know, your mom's looking at you, she's changing your diaper, you know, or your dad's looking at you. And the, it's like, this person's going to be the best doctor ever. This person's going to be the best, whatever. I mean, all those frequencies, even if you don't understand what they're saying, the frequencies of you, say, being a doctor. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with a doctor. I'm just using this as an example, okay? It could be an astronaut. It could be a firefighter. It could be whatever. It could be a great leader. It could be a soccer player, a football player. It doesn't matter, but I'm just using a doctor as an example because it's more personal to me. So, and I'll tell you my story later on. You know, so throughout the time, you know, you're, you're indoctrinated by all these frequencies of being somebody. But is that somebody really you? Are you really you? Is your likes, even the food that you eat, the foods that you eat, uh, what you like, you know, the, the colors that you like, the music that you like, are those really yours? You know, through the work that I've done over hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, by the way, one-on-one -on -one, um, uh, private sessions, I've realized that as people start to change, their reality changes, their desires change. So are those desires really yours, right? If you say, look like your mom, for example, right? Or you can look like your dad, or if you have Aunt Sally's blue eyes, right? You're gonna have desires that are more conducive to Aunt Sally or to your mom. So if you're looking like somebody, a lot of your desires or a lot of your wants, a lot of your tastes, a lot of your preferences, even your, you know, even your intimate, preferences or you know the way you look at money the way you look at relationships are maybe your mom's or your father's or aunt sally with her blue eyes right you just didn't inherit the blue eyes you inherited a lot of other things about say aunt sally uh, that's you or you think is you right and it goes even much deeper than that by the way say you look like somebody you do the work you know, like the 18 days or a private session with me or some of the other you know events that we do well, over time, you start to peel away that identity, 
right? You start to peel away your core essence. You change so much that your whole, like, say, if you look like, you know, your facial structure looked like, say, your dad. You start to change. That's how fast you can change. So even the way you look, your body structure, is it the way that you wanted to look or did you just inherit that from your parents? So there's more than what you inherit. It's the passion. It's the goals that you want to accomplish. It's the desires. It's the person that you attract, right? All those are inherited as well. So in this, in this episode uh, of the Pod, XI podcast, is your passion really yours? And that's where we're going to uh, drill down to. And then furthermore, how to make it your passion? What's truly, truly yours? I'm going to share something personal with you. Uh, and it's my story. My, like, say, success or my goal of what I wanted to be in life, right? So my dad, very famous doctor, very, very prominent doctor, uh, in actually in a lot of countries and his whole idea and he enjoyed being a medical doctor he he was born to be that medical doctor but his success mechanisms right he the, and this is his thoughts you know it's like well I enjoy being a doctor uh, and uh, you know I'm happy being a doctor and I'm very successful at it uh, if you become a doctor you're going to enjoy being a doctor. You're going to be, you know, enjoy becoming successful. So that connection with that happiness and the, the joy and the fulfillment that he found, he associated to being a doctor. Okay? And, and many individuals do that, right? If you have a parent, right, that's highly successful, for example, right? Um, you know, I, I, I made a big company, right? And now you should run my company. There's a lot of children go, but dad, I don't want to run that company. It's not even my passion, right? How many people fall into that category? I actually fell into that category. I was a young kid and in my culture, in Middle Eastern or Persian culture, if you're not a doctor, if you're not a lawyer, if you're you know, not a scientist or anything with a, if you don't have a degree or you know, letters in the back of your name, you're really nobody. Again, it's Italians, right? The Chinese, you know, the, the Persians, and I'm sure many other cultures are like that as well, especially if you come into the States, right? Because it's a land of opportunity. You just don't want to, you just don't want to waste that opportunity away. You want to get that good education, that grand education. So we go through, again, society standards of what success is or what happiness is going to be for you. But again, is that passion yours? And that's why a lot of time people who do become doctors or dentists or lawyers, they're not happy, right? Uh, they're not happy being successful businessmen. This is the reason why. And later on, we're going to show you uh, how to do it properly. But as, as I was a kid, right, I was basically groomed to be the next doctor in a family. Now, I come from a long line of, of doctors. My, my uncle's a doctor. Uh, my other uncle's a doctor. My, my sister's a cardiologist. My other sister's a nurse. Um, you know, <clears throat> again, health professionals throughout. So, so naturally, you're groomed to be, say, a health professional, or in this case, a doctor, right? So, and I grew up, and I was okay with it. It's like, because he was happy, and he was the epitome of, say, a happiness of, you know, dedication and completeness, and I'm going, shit, that's what I want, that's pretty cool, right? Um, and I did. So I went into my teen years, you know, and I'm going, yeah, I still want to be a doctor, because it was cool. You say, yeah, you're a doctor, you know, in front of the family, you know, guests and friends and stuff. It's like, dude, you're pretty smart. It's pretty smart. It's pretty. So you have that, you know, that 
that that motivation, right? Because people now think you're smart and you know and, and you know you're attractive because you're going to be a doctor. So you know you get a lot of women that way as well, right? So so anyway, you go into uh, and this is where the, the plan fell apart for me. So you know, first two years of college, you know, I'm studying or getting you know the coursework to be a doctor, and you know I, I started visiting his clinic. You know, he started visiting his clinic and started, you know, helping around or, you know, just hanging out with him and all that stuff. And I hated it, guys. And I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. You know, all the people there were depressed, right? He was a, he was a general physician and surgeon back in the day, right? Uh, all the people were old. They smelled funny. They had that old people smell. No offense, guys, but they have that certain smell. They're depressed and they're always sick. They're not happy. And I wanted to be that person that's like vibrant. I wanted to motivate people and help people. You know, I didn't really much think about like sports medicines or some of the other great, you know, opportunities that, I, you know, that I could have gone into. I, I think I could have been a great surgeon, actually. But anyway, uh, so I went there and I got depressed more and more. And I looked at my life. It's like, oh, my God, you know. Am I going to have to work my ass off to, you know, to be, you know, get that education of being a doctor and then live like this for the rest of my life with all these sad, depressed people? And I absorb emotions from people, right? Or I used to, right? Uh, very, you know, I just absorb people. And I'm going, I can't do that. When I was just in his office, you know, I feel the sadness and guilt. It took me like an hour or two just to walk away from that, like many of you, right? Um, I couldn't do that. So it forced me to the point that each and every day that I thought about going to college, I'm going, this is going to be the rest of my life. And this is the pivotal key. A lot of people will not make that decision. And that's why I'm telling you this story. How many of you, again, how many of you out there got to the point that you said, I cannot see myself doing X? following the family business, following the, you know, the family tradition, following what your mom or dad wanted you to do or be or go after or even marry somebody, right? But then you didn't have, say, the balls to just go, hell no, I can't do it. I can't do it, no matter what it costs, right? You're going to disappoint a hell of a lot of people, by the way, right? But you know what? Let me finish my story and then we'll get into the logistics on how to find your passion. Well, he was very disappointed when I said, hey, dad, you know, I'm going to go into engineering, right? Aeronautical engineering. You think, well, it's like shit, you know, aeronautical engineering. Well, at least that's an engineer. But no, he wanted me to be a doctor, to follow his footsteps, because I look a lot like him as well, you know, and, and I actually have the same hands. And he'd always told me, you'd make a great surgeon and all that stuff. So I was like, to the core, I was disappointing this, this man that I looked up to. And yeah, it hurt, but it hurt more. And that's the key. It hurt more to see myself every day not being satisfied or not or being in a position every day that I was not happy. Right. So when you and again, I think I'm freeing a lot of people from this point, even if you've made that mistake and followed that path. Right? I'm going to show you how to get out of it. So. Yes, very disappointed. My mom counseled me. It's like, honey, it's okay. You know, take a while and then come back and be a doctor. That was her decision, right? Go do, try something else. And then, you know, you'll fail at that stuff. And then you can come back and be happy being a doctor. I'm going, 
Okay, so it didn't work out, right? I went into aeronautical engineering, uh, and, and that wasn't quite for me either. But over the time, I'm not going to go through my whole life story, um, over the years, right, he was okay. He was happy with me and all that, which is fantastic. But you know what really impressed me? You know, the last, when I started doing the work that I do, about a decade ago, about 10 years ago, uh, he started to see, say, the changes or the transformations or what I do. He still, at first, he still didn't really believe in what I do. But, but the cool thing was that some of his patients actually had come to me and he was telling he was telling my dad about me and all the fantastic changes that they had going, having a session with me. And my dad goes, well, who is this guy? And his, his name, he goes, well, his name is Masajati. And it's like, what? And, and, the, and the deal was, is that he used Dr. Akbar. That's his first name. He didn't use Dr. Sajati. So people didn't say connect the two together. And he's going, Masajati, he goes, that's my son. And then he comes home to me and is like, I just had a couple patients that had sessions with you and, they, and their medical issues went away as well, right? So he got more intrigued on what I did uh, and more and more intrigued that he started to believe in what I did. And he asked me to work on him. And he asked me to work on some of his clients or some, not his clients, some of his patients when he was still um, practicing medicine. It's like, hey, can you tap into this patient and, and see what's going on with them? And I would be accurate. And, and he was really intrigued. It's like, wow, how did he do that? So his core level was really helping people, no matter what it is. He thought it was just, you know, just being a doctor. So, you know, at the end, I actually fulfilled and it was the happiest or the most joyous experience. Now, I don't want to get it out there in public, but I would, it would be safe to say that I would be his favorite kid out of seven, okay? Because I actually fulfilled one, I stayed true to my goal, okay? Because it was very important for him, although he thought that was his goal, right? Uh, so you stay true to your goal. And if you, be, not if, but when you become successful, if you're staying true to your goal, you don't disappoint anyone. Trust me. If you're true to your goal and you become successful and follow that deep desire that if you want to say God put into you or your higher essence put into you, that drive, you know, what makes an entrepreneur, right? Um, what makes an entrepreneur or what makes somebody, you know, create a brand new concept or a brand new invention that's never been before, right? What is that? It's a desire deep inside that says, hey, you got to go this path and create this a new destiny for people. If you follow that one instinct, that inner core of who you are, you will not disappoint anybody. Let me say that again. You won't disappoint anybody. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast Sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.